Welcome to War Witches Zone, where we go to war with all the limiting beliefs, the mindset, and everything that's holding back from becoming a man or woman you know you can become. And today's podcast, I have a special guest, Gary Bird. He is, I'm sure you've seen him on your TikTok page. I mean, he's he brings so much value. And, um, you know, I'll, I'm going to leave the floor up to Gary, man. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk about the wars that we face. I, I love this particular subject, and I'm definitely a big believer in having the mindset, the right kind of mindset. If you don't, if you have a mindset that you're going to lose, then you're going to lose. Right. So it's like, how, how do you, how do you fix that? How do you address that? And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about today's talk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really good to connect, man. Uh, you know, just looking at your profile, you know, like the one thing I really admire about your content is that, you know, you, 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 uh, give content at the present moment. Like I, I remember one of the posts you're talking about, you know, with uh, leadership, and how you were super, you had the super ownership mindset and, uh, you know, how the shifts you make as you grow. And I think it's very insightful. A lot of people are uh, afraid to, to you know, expose that vulnerability. And I love that. Yeah. So um, first and foremost, I, I want to highlight a trait that I see you, you know, that I've gotten a lot out of your page is just your leadership. I think you're, you're, you're very, you know, just based off your content. You know, I can tell that you lead with vulnerability and you're very open. And uh, let's let's dive a little bit into that. How how did you become such a great leader? Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't say I'm a great leader, but I, I definitely am something that I'm actively always working on um, and something that I think that when I started out, I was horrible. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times I, I grew up in the age of like... Uh, you know, sports and, uh, I was, I, I loved Kobe Bryant and, yeah. and I grew up during like the Michael Jordan era. So like a lot of things inside of leadership. Um, and I, I, I got from that. Right. But the problem with that is, is like, they, they weren't always the best people, right? Like they weren't always the best. They might've been really, really good for that one area of basketball, but some of them like didn't have friends and people didn't like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and, and they were great basketball players, but it wasn't, it was just in that one area and that's not who I wanted to be. Right. But I, I drew a lot from that initially. And, and the other bad, like kind of mindset that I got from sports was winning was everything, right? Like winning yeah. is all that really matters at the end of the day. And, and I read a book. It was really interesting. It's a, uh, it's called, um, the infinite game by Simon Sinek. And basically what he mm-hmm. goes through is that business is not an, uh, business is an infinite game. It's not a finite game. So when you look at like monopoly or basketball or baseball, those are all finite games. So you actually, there's a start, there's a finish, there's a winner, there's a loser. And it's very clear. We all agree on who won and lost the game, right? We can see that. Mm -hmm. And, and so with business, business is not that way. So when you try to run a business like a sport or something like that, you're actually playing a different game. It's an infinite game. My business will go on more than likely long after I'm gone and people will continue to play this game long after I'm gone. So playing and um, I had to learn that I'm playing an infinite game. And so really to be a good leader, I had to start with myself and had to start with my mindset. And so one of the mindsets that I was able to draw from that infinite game that I'm playing when people would ask me, well, what are you trying to do? I'd be like, well, I, I want to be the best marketing company in the world. Well, what does that mean? who's measuring it? Who are you playing against? Right? Like you can't even, there was nothing you could really even do with that statement. No one can rally around that statement. If you say, I want to be the best podcaster in the world, what does that even mean? And who are you competing against and who's measuring it? How do you build a team around that? And you really, you really can't. And so what I started to shift to is that 
okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? And what we boiled down to is I'm passionate, and, and, and this is true for me and, and our company. We're passionate about helping people and businesses grow. So mm -hmm. first is people. That's priority. And so really my main job is to help my team grow. That's mm -hmm. my main job. And if they grow, if I really, let's pretend that we work together, right? And you're, you know, you're our COO and I'm, and I'm working with you and you're working with me. My job is to make sure that you grow and that you're successful. And if I do that, you're going to turn around and teach your team how to grow and how to be successful. And they're going to turn around and treat our clients really well and help them be successful. And that's going to then make me successful. It's a long road around, right? And, yeah. and, but it's, but it's, it keeps going where the other game I was playing was, okay, just win. <laughs> Not everybody was always on the same page with that, right? Like mm -hmm. they didn't, it wasn't even very clear. So I think being a good leader, really first, you have to get in that mind state. And then the other thing is, is you got to deal with the dopamine uh, hit losses that you're going to take as being a leader. And what I mean by that is, is anytime that you're going to be, anytime that you go work for someone. So if I go and work, get a job somewhere as a marketer, they're going to tell me every single day, hey, great job, Gary. You're doing a really good job. You're, you're doing great. And same thing when you start a business. When you start a business and you go and work with people, people are going to tell you, hey, great job. You're doing a great job. Thank you so much. And every time you, they tell you that, you get a dopamine hit. So it makes you go back and want to do that action again. When you become a leader, you actually lose that. You lose that feedback channel, right? No one's telling you, hey, great job every single day. And so what happens is, is that you, what people, in, what I've seen people do, and I've fallen into this, is we run back to doing the thing. So we tell people, no, 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 you're not doing it right. Let me do it for you. And, and you think you're doing it to help them. What you're really doing is you want to go back and get that dopamine hit again. And so what ends up happening is that you cripple your teammates, right? You end up crippling them. They don't grow. They just come to you to solve the problem. And then you think that you're getting ahead, but you cannot grow a business that way. You actually get stuck. So you have to back away and you have to literally say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to get that dopamine hit anymore. I'm only winning when my team is winning and I'm going to let them fail and I'm going to let them learn. And I'm going to let them grow. Wow. No, that was a mic drop moment, man. I actually, you know, in all my years of, you know, being in containers of, you know, high performing men, I've never heard a take like that, you know, like. I think the main point I want to highlight is, you know, business isn't like sports. And I feel like a lot of, you know, you see a lot of athletes get into business because we do have that competitive drive, yep. you know, and what's really interesting is what you brought up. It's an infinite game. You know, the game is always going to keep on playing and playing and playing, you know, and um, I was actually watching a video with uh, by Alex Hermosi. And one yeah. of the things they brought up is that, you know, being a being a leader is like being a coach, you know, a coach you can't get on a basketball court, right? You, as soon as you step foot on a court, the team loses, you know, the, 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 one of the most important, you know, side players, the leader, right? And I think that's very, you know, that was a very, very valuable point you hit on there. If there was a mic drop moment, you know, this would be it. And that's a hell of a way to start the podcast. And, you know, I'm very keen on how did you build that leader? How, how did you build? I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the proponent. That, you know, if you want to be a hundred million dollar man, you got to be, you want to build a hundred million dollar business, you have to be a hundred million dollar man. And I can tell you're a very, very high level leader. How did you, what were the habits, what were the routines, what were the behavior shifts that you made to build the leader you are today? 
Yeah. So there's a couple different things that, um, that I had to do. So first of all, I think again, mindset. So number one is I had to get over failing. I had a really bad relationship with failing. I thought failing again, I looked at it like sports and I just thought that, you know what, if I'm not winning all the time, then people are going to look at me differently. So being able to say, Hey, I'm stink at this. I literally just got off another podcast and we had a whole conversation around being vulnerable with your team and versus faking it until you make it. So what happens with most people, and this comes from just as a culture thing, I think more than anything is like, you have to fake it, right? So you end up, you get a, you buy, I remember when I was in school, I'd had friends that would buy a $3,000 car and put $10,000 rims on it. Right. And it was just like, okay, that's one way to approach, you know, what you're doing. But really what they were doing is they're, they're faking it, right? Like they want yeah. to have a perception of something, but they're not quite there yet. So they're willing to duct tape it and put it together. The problem, again, the problem with that inside of business is when you fake it till you make it, people can't help you. So you don't get any support. And the number one game in business is getting support. If you want it, I, 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 the quote I really like on this, and it's not mine, it's from somebody else is, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go African, far, go together. Yep. African proverb. I love that. I love that saying. Yep. yep. Yeah. And so it's so true, right? Like I can't, mm-hmm. even Michael Jordan didn't win basketball games until, until he figured out how to get his team involved. Right. And mm-hmm. even guys like Allen Iverson, who arguably one of the best basketball players ever never won because he couldn't figure out how to get his team to help him win. And that is, that is the crucial part. And to do that, I have to be able to go to my team and say, look, guys, I'm really good at this. This is what I'm amazing at. And I'm amazing at like three things, but there's about 4 billion things that I'm not good at. And I'm probably never will be good at them. No matter how much time or energy that I put into it. And guess what happens when you're able to do that? Your team comes and helps you. And again, it's that counter, it's that counter, um, idea that we think that we should show up and be able to answer all their questions because we're the leader. That's not what the leader's supposed to do. The leader's supposed to be there to help support them and help give them the infrastructure to be able to be successful. But really, they should become the experts. I tell everybody I work with, like, hey, you're going to do this thing and you're going to be better than me at it really soon. And or or I hire them and they're better at that at it than I am right out of the gate. And I let them know that, like, hey, look, you got a better skill set than me. I expect you to be telling me what we should be doing in these areas. Mm-hmm. My job is to strategically move the company and support you and move barriers out of your way so you can move fast. No, and I absolutely love that. And, you know, a book that I actually read about that is really cool. It's, I, I, I've been reading this book. It's called Who Not How. And one of the things yeah. that t- they talk about is entrepreneurs, we struggle with, you know, always focusing on how, how am I going to get my website out? How am I going to get to this figure of business, right? versus you know the who you know who do i need to be connected with because the things that you dread doing in your business there's somebody that loves doing it you know or you know even for it just even in aspects of life you know if you know that you you have a a, a deficiency at a certain thing like you know health or a deficiency you know playing a certain sport sport right you, you're going to want to hire somebody to collapse time for you yep 100 percent. yeah that who not how is an amazing book i recommend it to everybody um, it, it, it is really good for when you get to a certain point in your business, right? So a lot of times you can't hire the who that you want, um, when you first start. And so that's hard. So you have to kind of have to learn how to build people and how to build 
um, up your revenue so you can go afford the right who. But 100%, like I jokingly with my wife all the time, it's like, it's like something breaks in the house. I'm not good at fixing stuff, right? Not only yeah. am I not good at fixing stuff, by me going and spending four hours to learn how to go fix that thing, I could have been building other revenue streams to be able to get somebody in. So I build systems, like this is how crazy I am. I build systems around, okay, here's what we're going to do. If something breaks in the house, here's how we deal with it. Here's who we call. Here's th th This is when it makes sense. Uh -huh. And to some people, again, this is might be a pride thing. Like, no, I got to fix it. It's my house or whatever. Like for me, it's like, that's just not a good use of my time. It's not my skill set. And I, I apply that in business as well. Like, guys, I'm not, I can't do this. That's not my skill set. Um, <laughs> and that really, what that leads into is allowing you to really do what you're passionate about. I personally believe that God gives all of us a skill set that we're born with um, when we're born. Even yeah. even people like sometimes I've had people challenge me on that. Like, what about like this person? Maybe they're they're like, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, handicapped or something like that. It's like I know some people who can't read or write and they kind of drool out of the side of their mouth. But they're literally the happiest people. And every time I see them, they make me smile. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. nobody else does that, like right. out of everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And, or even like my baby, like right now, like even though he's making a mess and he's tearing everything up, like every time yeah. I see him makes me smile. Not everybody can do that. So I think we're all built with a skill set, um, that, that we are able to use mm -hmm. and we use it in our lives, um, for work. And when we're operating in that, we're extremely, it, life seems easy. Like, it's like, Oh, this is easy. Right. Like me sitting here talking to you on this podcast, this is not work for me like at all. Yeah, very easy, yeah. very natural, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you asked me to like script it all out and and write it all down and then like do all the back end and then edit it and then produce it and all the stuff that goes into actually getting it out, I, I might be able to do it one time, but it's going to be hard, right? And yeah. I'm not going to enjoy it. And so when you start a business, you have to do both in, all ends and it's important that you learn all ends. But what I always challenge people to do, take a piece of paper, write down what you love to do, what you're doing right now, just write it down. And then on the other side of it, write down what you hate to do, what you like, you're like, I hate this. I dread doing this. And then figure find out how to find people to help you on the things that you hate. So you can focus on the things that you love, which will usually drive results for your business. That will almost always work. And if you, the faster you do it, the better. And here's another little hack. You don't have to love the things that you love today forever. There, when I started my business, I was like, man, if I could just manage the accounts and that's all I did, that'd be so awesome. And then I got, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. If I could just sell accounts and that's all I did, that would be so cool. And then I'm like, no, I want to hire sales people. I want to hire a sales team. If I could just do this or that. And right now, like I enjoy creating content and I figured out a way to do it really easily and not spend a ton of time on it. I get an instant dopamine hit, like, cool, that worked or no, it didn't work. And now I know how to change it. But in the future, that may change, right? Like, and I'm okay with that. So um, mm -hmm. I, I, I think that's really served me well in business. No, and I love the fact that you touched on like, you know, just I, I call it like operating your zone of genius, like what your, you know, your unique skill set is, like what, what you feel like you do for eight hours without working, you know, and um, that, I actually read a book recently, it's called The Big Leap, and that's one of the biggest things they talked about. It's just being able to operate in your zone of genius, knowing what exactly, you know, you're super good at. And that's not going to be horrendous for you. Like, you know, something that you can do for, 
eight, 12 hours without, you know, feeling like you're working. And, uh, you know, and if you combine those two concepts, like you literally just did it, like you combine those two concepts with who not how and, you know, the zone of genius. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, just uh, <laughs> it's got you far, you know, like I'm sure, um, you know, just looking at your team and how they were operating, even to get this call, you know, like I can tell, you know, you definitely, um, you know, you have the systems built out. And, uh, you know, I wanted to ask, go a little bit, take it out of the business leadership space for a second. I wanted to, you know, talk more about your background. What did you have to go to war with to, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if you want to share how much your company's worth, but I, I know, you know, you've, you definitely have a portfolio and you've uh, achieved a lot of success in the marketing yeah, no, space. I don't, I don't mind talking about that. We're, our goal is to hit about $20 million this year. I don't know if we're going to hit it or not. We'll probably finish somewhere mm -hmm. between 15 to $20 million. Um, I started it from scratch. Um, the biggest things that I, there was a lot of things, a lot of lies I told myself. And so I, I think a lot of the stories that people tell themselves are just made up and we believe them and yeah. that's it. And I did that a lot. So I always try to challenge people's ideas. Sometimes people might not like it. Right. But I, I'm like, why I've learned how to get better at asking, like, well, why do you believe that? Where are you drawing that from? Why wouldn't you look at it from this angle? And, um, it, 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 that's the biggest thing that is that hands down. The biggest thing is that if your mind isn't in a good place, like you're not going to be successful. So for me, when I started, I was just stupid, right? Like I was just mm. too dumb to know better. I quit my job mm. and I had one product and I went out and I had a baby and I had to feed my family. And so I quit my job and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to sell accounts and I'm going to make it happen. And I made it happen because I had to. Now fear is a great motivator. So like a lot of times people are like, well, I'm going to build my business and I'm going to keep my job. And I'm not against that. Like if that's the risk tolerance that you want to have, that's great. Just, it's going to take a long time, but more than likely, because you're, 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 you want to be comfortable. I believe that entrepreneurs have this unique thing to be like super uncomfortable with the just doing what they're doing just similar and I, I can say this because i've started a podcast from scratch starting your podcast you were probably like bro, how's this gonna work what am i gonna ask how am i gonna record it how am i gonna do this how am i gonna do that how am i gonna like you have all these questions of why you shouldn't do it and in the entrepreneur they just do it and then they figure it out and and so that fear drives us at first right like i just gotta keep going because i have to feed my family but then that's not a long-term strategy. Like you don't want to live there. And here's why you're not a pleasant person when you're always operating mm -hmm. off of fear. Mm -hmm. You like, man, I just got to pay the bills this month. It, it stresses everybody else out around you. Like there's no way to, if we've all been there before where we couldn't afford rent or we couldn't, you know, I put my payroll on credit cards before where like literally I ran my own credit card for the company, took that money, paid wow. people, couldn't pay my rent. So we've, I've been there and, it, no matter how you deal with it, no matter how much you're like, yeah, I grew from it at the time, you're probably not a super happy person to be around. Mm -hmm. And that can only go so far and you have to get out of that eventually. And so you have to find other ways to be motivated, but upfront that, that fear and that drive is really, it would be hard for me to duplicate that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I'd say that that starting out, um, and then from there, 
it was like all the limiting beliefs of like, no, nah, this is why that won't work. No, nah, this is the right way to do that. No, nah, this is the wrong. It's just like, I got to the place now where I'm like, cool, we're going to try this. It's, this is my mindset now. Cool. We're going to try this. It's probably going to fail. Love well, it. You think it's going to fail? Well, yeah. Well, why are we doing it then? Well, because I think it's the best opportunity not to fail because I've considered all these other options and those are bigger chances to fail. I think this is the right choice, but it's probably going to fail. And when we fail from it, then it'll probably give us one step closer to the answer. And that's a totally different way of thinking than I thought before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, like a lot of people subscribe to the theory that, you know, they have these, this huge expectations of, you know, their first podcast episode is going to be, you know, 10 out of 10, you know, it's going to, it's going to go viral. First TikTok video is going to go viral. But the reality of it is your first TikTok video is probably going to suck. The first podcast episode is probably going to suck. Oh, and a year ago, sure you're going to, yep. A year ago, you're going to look back from it from now and you're going to be like, you know, this is where I was. And you're going to, you're going to clap so much time just by taking action and just noticing those pivots you need to make. Like, oh yeah, like I need to get my audio better. Oh yeah, I need to get my video better. Or, you know, in the business world, you know, oh yeah, I need to work on my sales skills. Oh yeah, I need to hire more talent for, you know, my marketing resources. You know, and I think that's a huge point that you uh, nailed on. It's just like, you know, when you're first starting out, you know, it's about, you know, not subscribing to that belief where, you know, you, um, you're, you're waiting on a perfect condition, perfect situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have to, um, get comfortable with failing and then you also have to get, um, like it's a weird, right? So as an entrepreneur, what I always thought, I always focused on the goal. If I can get to this much money, if I can get to this many people, if I can get to this many account, whatever, right? Or whatever the goal is, this many subscribers, what, it doesn't matter. What, what actually happens is, is you start to hit your goals. And what I realized is that, okay, so I'm hitting all my goals. By the time I get there, I already got four more goals for every goal. Every goal that I create, I got at least four more goals by the time I reach it. The other thing that I realized about myself is that I couldn't get excited about even hitting our goals because I already started dreaming about new goals when we got halfway there. When I realized we're going to hit a goal, I don't even care about it anymore. Like, it's like, whatever. It's like, even if we don't hit it necessarily, I'm like, I already know that we can, right? I know what I need to do to make that happen. I lose interest in it. I want to go on to the next thing. So what, what that tells me is, is that goals don't satisfy us. There's no money that in the bank account that's going to satisfy you. No number of companies, nothing will satisfy you. So then you have to stop pretending like it's going to, like for real. And then what you have to do is then back up and say, I'm actually just going to try to enjoy the journey of getting to those goals. Yep. That, that really impacted me big time. I was a much more pleasant person to be around much. And again, when you first start out, it's, it's easy for me to say this now, right? When I first started out, I was motivated by hundred percent fear. And so, and I'm not saying that you can just get into that mindset, but you have to work into, you can work into that mindset and you could probably do it a lot faster than I did. No, that's, that's super valuable. You know, it's, uh, it's the, the walk to the, the, the ride to the mountain. That's, you know, the the fun part, you know, in the mountain peak, you know, once you get there, it's like, you know, yeah. where's the next peak at, you know, yep, exactly. being present in that exact moment. Love it. Love it. And, uh, you know, just talking about, you know, building out your business and, you know, the early days, like, and to where you were right now, how did you build a man? Like, what routines were you doing? You know, how did you structure your day? How did you, you know, set out intentional time for yourself? 
what books were you reading? Yeah. So, um, book, I'll touch on a couple books. Let me, let me, I have a, a couple. So the number one book on leadership is leadership and self-deception that literally changed the way that I lead in everything that I do that, that everything, I don't mean just business. I mean, personal, professional, every relationship that I have that will literally change how you deal with people. Um, it's an amazing, amazing book. I recommend it to everybody to read it. Um, you have to be self-aware to read it because it'll, otherwise it'll slap the fire out of you and you'll just reject it. But if you read it and you're like self-aware and you're like, okay, I'm going to get what this book has and I'm going to apply it and it, it will absolutely change how you deal with people. I read that a couple of years ago. Another mindset that I had that I learned from somebody, another entrepreneur is if you're not embarrassed of who you were a year ago, then you're not actually trying very hard. Um, Wow. So no, I like that. <laughs> that's what I try to do every year is yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to embarrass the fire out of myself every year of like, and, and that means I have to push myself way outside of my comfort zone to do that. And so, um, you know, wrap it up, man, let's look, I usually do this is called an action sound, which based off this, uh, you know, call, I could tell, you know, first and foremost, you know, like, Thank you for coming on here and bringing oh, so absolutely. much value, you know, like the value you brought about, you know, just leadership, you know, coming from a high level standpoint, you're literally at where most entrepreneurs want to get to. And just seeing that mindset is, uh, you know, it's very revealing because it kind of shows you the traits and skill sets that you need to learn. And so like what I would challenge, you could, you can, you could uh, hone in on this as well, but uh, what I would challenge my viewership, my uh, viewers to do is really focus on your leadership and figuring out, you know, what you're good at, what you bring to the table and figure out, you know, what you could outsource, what, what systems you could build to, you know, delegate that. And two, another action item as well, is just the fact that, you know, being able to, you know, know what you're operating off of, because that's something I pulled, pulled from you. You're very self-conscious, right? And throughout the meeting, you, you even, uh, you know, mentioned how, you were operating off of fear, you're operating off of, you know, vision sometimes. And, you know, just having that self-awareness is very, is very valuable. You have any action items? Action items? Yes. Yeah. Um, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Thank you. Make sure you review the podcast. If you're on social media, make sure you give it the thumbs up and you're probably listening right now going, oh no, I'm not going to do that. Go do it right now. Take, it takes 10 seconds. This was free. Didn't cost you anything. So if it was valuable, just leave a quick review. That's that's my main action item. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. And you guys should totally follow my man, Gary Bird. He's all over social media. He's, uh, you know, he's starting to get a lot of traction. And, uh, you know, his, 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 uh, just val the value brings, like, you guys only got a short glimpse of it. But, like, if you actually scroll down, I, I kid you not, I've been on a social media page and I scrolled down. I was looking for, like, two hours and just, like, <laughs> have my pen and paper out, just getting all that value, you know? That's awesome, man. And, I appreciate um, that. That's why I'm there. I, as you can see, I don't, I'm not, I don't have anything to sell or anything like that. I'm just kind of sharing the journey. So. No, I love it. I love it. Well, it was a great podcast with you, man. And uh, I'm really glad to connect.